Hi, welcome to the Tuesday Afternoon Podcast with Ben and Wren. In a time when we are learning to lean more on each other, we are doing this because we want to explore ways to live out our faith every day, even on a beautifully ordinary Tuesday afternoon. Hello and welcome to the Tuesday Afternoon Podcast with Ben and Wren. I am Wren. And hello, I'm Ben. We are really glad that you are along with us today, and we hope our time together will um, serve you well and make you smile. Yeah. So how's your how's your week been going so far this week? It's been good. It's been a busy week, though. Uh, it's one of you know one of those weeks where you have a long to do list. I have a lot of yeah. writing I've got to do, grant reports, grant uh, applications, mm-hmm. papers. Um, but it's it's you know it's all good stuff, and I enjoy writing so. It's just got to kind of put your nose to the grindstone and get it done. Yeah. Well, that works out well if you enjoy the writing part. Sometimes it's harder, though, I think, when you feel like you have deadlines. Oh, absolutely. It kind of takes a little away from the creativity, I yes. think. Yep. But anyway, well, good luck with that. I'm sure it'll all turn out great. Thanks. How about <laughs> you? How's your week going? It's good. Um, I must admit, um, we were talking oh. earlier, you know, for whatever reason, yesterday I went home and I just was not not in a happy mood mm. and uh not really sure why couldn't put my finger on it and i think that's what made it heavier yeah. because i felt like i didn't have any real good reason or excuse quote unquote to be in the mood that i was in um so anyway but today it's been a much better day i don't i don't know what that all was but some days are like that you know um sometimes some days it's hard to be happy Yes. Which leads us to a little something that we are talking about this week in our Fruit of the Spirit series. Last week, we started with love, which was not complicated at all. Nope. That was a pretty easy topic. (laughs) Yep. And this week, if we're kind of going in the order that they're um, in, it is joy. Yes. Which sounds mm -hmm. uncomplicated. It's actually significantly complicated. Yeah, it is. Um, Joy is, it's hard to kind of put a a finger on. Mm -hmm. And when we are talking about joy and happiness, I think oftentimes it's like you you understand that there is a difference, but it's kind of hard to say what that is or explain that. Yes. Yes. So one thing we were talking about before the podcast is maybe a good way to think about that is happiness is connected to our circumstances, to Mm -hmm. what's going on around us at the moment, Um, whereas joy is something that is connected uh, to something bigger and deeper that is outside of our circumstances. Yeah. So if that's true, it's possible to be going through a really difficult time and still experience joy. Does that does that sound true to you? Does that sound like that fits with your experience of life? Yeah, that does that does ring true. And um, yeah, because like you said, you can your circumstances can make you feel happy or unhappy or whatever the case may be. But that doesn't mean that you don't still come from can come from a place of joy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to attempt to talk about joy today, and I think the disclaimer we wanted to give is Mm -hmm. that in all things on this podcast, kind of the idea is that Ren and I are just talking about things in life as we see them Mm -hmm. and as we're going through it, and we are in process just like all of you are. Um, So 
yeah, we don't want to come across as people that have like, uh, you know, doctorate degrees in joy because we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone does, but uh, just simply, <laughs> yeah. uh, simply talking about the things um, that we are, are see before us now as we're processing them and uh, our experience in life. And hopefully that's helpful to you and your journey as well. Yeah, that's one of the things that I enjoy about what we're doing is, I mean, we don't have all the answers, obviously. Um, and it's fun to kind of talk through things. And I think usually every week I go go home with just a little bit more clarity about something or, mm-hmm. um, oh, hey, I didn't realize this about that thing. Little things to think about. And, and if we can do that, just give people... Th- you know, nuggets to think about, you know, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) So why don't you read a few of the things that you shared with me earlier on today, Ren, some of the things you wrote down there. I think that's a good place to start. Okay. So a couple of the things that I, I did a a little bit of light research today um, about joy, because I feel like I have some a long way to go to to really truly have a, a clear understanding of, of what that is. But one of the things that I read was simply that joy clarifies everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the quote goes on to say, um, how many times have I found myself quite simply walking along and suddenly I receive one of these gusts of contentment, of joy or well-being, which is a marvelous feeling and we really don't know where it comes from. I feel like that is a really good, um, a good explanation of what joy might feel like. Like when, when I'm out walking in the sunshine, and just for whatever reason, I can all of a sudden just feel overcome with this sense of awe, and everything is great. But it's it's different from happy. Yep. It's just it's kind of all encompassing, and um, it's pretty amazing and yeah it's but it it is it's hard to kind of really pinpoint i don't know what do you like i'm rambling a little bit but what do you yeah i was thinking about the you know i i I agree with that quote because joy is like this gust of clarity Mm -hmm. um it can remind us in maybe some of our most stressful moments about what's really important in life and help us to order and prioritize the way that we're living. Um, and if we're going to talk about joy as being something that's rooted in and, and comes from outside of our circumstances, um, I, I think the only addition, and we both talked about this, that we'd mm-hmm. make to that quote is that we do know where it comes from. That exactly. joy does come from, it comes from God. Yeah. And I'd like to, to take just a moment to maybe deconstruct what that means, because I feel like not just joy, but there's so many times that it can be so easy to say, like, well, just put your trust in God, put your faith in God, find your joy in God. Right. And it's simple and it's trite and maybe it makes you feel spiritual. But what does that mean? Mm-hmm. That's, what, I feel like that's a question I'm always asking. Okay, but what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, so I think where I'm at with that is um, joy is rooted in hope. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say rooted in the hope um, that I find it's revealed through Jesus and through what God's up to in the world around us. Um, Ephesians says that God is working to bring unity to all things in Christ and renew all things. Um, I find a lot of hope in that. Yeah. And 
so that can bring clarity, that can bring joy. Um, I find a lot of joy in knowing that I am a beloved child of God mm-hmm. and that that is my identity and that I am loved by the definition of love itself. Yeah. And that, that can provide a deep flowing river of joy that is possible to find and tap into even when things aren't going the best above ground. Yeah. I think it gives us a sense of belonging and a sense of not safety. I guess that's, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, a sense of... Um, Maybe security? Yes, that's it. Thank mm-hmm. you. A sense of security. Even, like you said, on those days when you're not necessarily feeling um, cheerful or happy, but you have that foundation of security inside that that is joy. And I think um, a quote that Kyla had said uh, several weeks ago, I think I even used it on one of our shows, was something along the lines of when you... When you start your day, you can choose joy, and therefore you're choosing to just see what God has for you that day, to give yourself to whatever it is that He is going to bring your way. And it kind of um, sort of lets you off the hook in a way, in a really great way, because then you can be more open to some things that you might not have otherwise seen if your mind was sort of clouded with mundane tasks and that you still have to do, but it's just a different mindset in the way you look at the day going forward. Yeah. I think that's why I like the idea that joy is clarifying so Mm -hmm. well, because I feel like that's, uh, you get to participate in God's joy in that way and that your mundane tasks kind of can be transformed into divine appointments. That's Uh, awesome. Yeah. Like the, the, the things and, you know, we were talking about contemplative prayer, um, which is something I'm by no means an expert in, but have been reading about and, mm-hmm. and practicing myself. And I find when I start my day in a place of quietness, in a place that is rooted in God's presence and in God's characteristics, um, and and truly open my heart to God's love and focus on that, yeah. um, it does lead to that place where the things in my life seem less random and more purposeful. Um and, you know, going back to what you were saying, that is a choice. Yeah. Uh, or maybe maybe even less of a choice and more of a muscle that needs to be developed mm-hmm. um, and, and strengthened. Yeah. Um, because it is so easy to, I can come up with an excuse every moment of every day to not take that time mm-hmm. to tap into that deep undercurrent of joy. Yeah. Um, but it's always there. Yeah. And I think that it does... It takes time to sort of get get to the, and we're always getting there. We're always getting closer to, you know, looking at that to-do list, not as a to-do list per se, but as a divine appointment, like you said. I think that it's like we, we were talking about last week, the difference between um, rules and expectations. Yeah. It just changes it completely that fast. And I don't know, I love little when you can do that and it just, it makes all the difference. It's great. Yeah. And I, I just want to clarify, that's a divine appointment from a place of joy, not like a divine responsibility right. or like a, Oh man, I hope I don't mess this up because yeah. God's got a lot riding on this. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. more about getting to participate with God, that co-creation of mm-hmm. bringing God's love into this world. 
Yeah. It's like coming alongside God where he's alongside you and doing this together. Yeah. Yeah. Which was oh. the plan from the beginning. That's right. Yes. Oh, so good. <laughs> like you used to say at school, it's uh, it's not it's not easy, but, but it is simple. simple. Yes. I remember that. And if you want to follow Jesus, you have to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Those little short sentence nuggets like that are just so helpful for me <laughs> to think about <laughs> because they mean so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I also think about when I think about joy and happiness and the difference there. Um, I was reading something um, this past week about joy being the anticipation and the example it gave was like a, a small child who is looking forward to Christmas coming and hoping to get whatever special gift that they are looking forward to. And the leading up to Christmas, as the child gets more and more excited about the day, um, that's the joy. Mm. And then on Christmas Day, when he unwraps that gift and finds what he was hoping for, he's happy. But I feel like the the anticipation, the joy, that's the good stuff. Like with Advent. Yeah, I mean, that's right. That is, Christmas is amazing. The lead up to it, it just, your it feels like your heart just gets bigger and bigger if you allow that to happen. Does that make sense? Yeah, or yeah. kind of like how, you notice how um, the lead up, the joy of uh anticipating a vacation is often more fun exactly. than the actual vacation itself. That is so true. <laughs> yep. Or a delicious meal. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really looking forward to that, whatever it is. Yes, yes. <laughs> and yeah, it's often delicious, but the part where you were looking forward to it and the whole thing about where the ambiance and the atmosphere and the, that all is part of it. It's all part of it, yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, I'm a little off track with that. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> but I think what we're talking about here, though, too, when we connect it back to the fruit of the Spirit, mm-hmm. I just think it's so encouraging to know that God's Spirit is with us yeah, and constantly inviting us into joy mm-hmm. and reminding us of the hope that we have, of the way things we can anticipate, yeah, um, of the goodness that exists around us. and. Yeah. I think that's why Paul saw this as something that grows out of us the closer we grow to God. Yeah, that is so true. Well, um, another thing that we are doing in February for our, um, we're doing a book club. It's our first one. Do we call it a book club? We're reading um, a book. We're reading a book. I don't know that it's, it's, the club <laughs> sounds kind of exclusive. You can yeah, still come if you didn't read the okay. book. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. So the book that we are choosing for February is called um, The Ministry of Ordinary Places by Shannon Martin. And I thought that I would read like a little um, a little passage from her book. And actually, this one has a lot to do with joy. And it's one that I had circled a couple years ago when I read the book. And I just kind of found oh, it again today. So... Here it is. Let me pull my book up here. Once we understand that pain is not an indictment on our faith, we are at liberty to feel sadness with our joy, a sprinkling of salt on bittersweet chocolate. There in its blending, we experience the solace of being stowed away in the shadow of God's wing, along with everyone else. And when she says the shadow of God's wing, along with everyone else, 
That just gets me every time. Yeah. It's such a wonderful image to me. And it's so true. So there's that. There's joy in the belonging. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Joy in the belonging. So we hope that you will, um, if you have a chance to pick up the book and read it, we'd love to love to know what you're thinking about that. And um, yeah. So do you have a quote from this week? I have that a quote. That is meaningful to you? Yes. Let's see. My quote for today is the fullness of joy is to behold God in everything. Oh, I need to think about that one for a minute. <laughs> That's another Julian of Norwich quote. Wow. I've kind of been a little fixated on her, I must say, <laughs> the last couple of weeks. So what about you? I always do that with authors. I yeah. always kind of take a deep dive for a season. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Mine is, uh, so I've been kind of, I'm in two classes right now, so a lot mm-hmm. of my reading has been very textbook heavy. I won't burden you all with that, but <laughs> I did find a quote that uh, stood out to me from a book I'm reading by Henry Nowen called Discernment. And he's in this quote, he's talking about some things he learned from Thomas Merton and Mother Teresa. Um, he says, her little way of spirituality showed that a soul abandoned to the love of God that leads to a response of faithful deeds in everyday life can be one pleasing to God. Um, and he was talking there about how when he met Mother Teresa, he was so impacted by how simple her life was and how mm-hmm. simple she saw truth about reality. Yeah. Um, and that the more spiritually mature we get, the more simple we actually begin to see things. It's very true. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Oh, I like that quote. So my song for this week kind of ironic because tomorrow is new moon. If anybody's into that, that means we won't be able to see the moon. But my song is Dancing in the Moonlight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that song came to me today. I'm like, well, that is a really happy song. But it's by um, King Harvest. So look that one up. Great. <laughs> mine is, I think I've had an Iron and Wine song before. They're an old oh, I favorite like of mine. Them. Uh, this one is called Call It Dreaming. Okay. Uh, it's one of my favorites. I was just listened to it a couple times this week. Yeah. Makes me happy. Yeah. I like Iron and Wine. That's a great band. I guess it's just the two two people. Well, I think these days it's really just the one guy. Just the one just guy. Just Sam Beam on his own. Okay. I'm yeah. thinking about the song that he did with I don't know her name. Oh. But it was the it was the duet and it was on the parenthood finale. Yes. Forever Young. Yeah. That. that was good. Oh, so good. That's good. Yeah. Well, thanks for being with us today on um, Tuesday afternoon, and we hope you have a great rest of your week. That's right. Have a great one. Go in grace and peace, and we'll see you next week.